Welcome into another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, NewCityMiracles.com. Today's Wednesday, December the 20th. Uh, it's been a few days since we've done a podcast, so just kind of recap, give a little uh, conversation about what's been going on around the Titans. Obviously, the Titans lost in overtime on Sunday. Uh, Will Levis got hurt at the end or towards the end of that game. Um, they haven't really, I guess Vrabel said on Monday that the injury is the same type of injury that Ryan Tannehill had earlier in the season. We know that that would have sidelined Tannehill for probably at least two weeks. Um, he might've been able to come back and play that third week. It's kind of like what happened last year, uh, when Tannehill missed a couple of weeks with, with the ankle injury. So it seems like Levis has a similar thing going on. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, you know, there's nothing more valuable than game reps for a guy like Will Levis. I mean, I, I think it's important for him to get as many of those game reps as he can. With that being said, you definitely, and this is Vrabel's big thing too, you don't want to send him out there if he cannot protect himself, and um, especially behind this offensive line. So the most, the most important thing is for him to be able to have a full, healthy offseason. Uh, they don't want him having to rehab in March and April instead of being able to take reps in OTAs and that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming they will play this pretty conservatively with him. I don't think there's any chance we see him on Sunday. I don't know if we see him again or not, but we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully we can. I mean, hopefully he'll be healthy enough to be, to be able to get back out there. But like I said, I, just don't, I don't think it'll be this week. With that being said, then you talk about who's going to play quarterback for the Titans. Um, I mean, if it's me, I, I just I just go to Malik Willis. I, I don't. There's no sense in running Tannehill back out there at this point. The season's over. Um, you, you know, he Tannehill's not back here next year, regardless. So that you just don't really gain anything from Ryan Tannehill playing. I don't know that you gain anything from Malik Willis playing either. But at least you let him get some reps, see if maybe he's developed some. Over the past, you know, however long it's been since we saw him last, and then you kind of go from there as far as your plans for this offseason. My guess is they bring in a, another veteran to back up Levis this offseason. I don't think it'll be Ryan Tannehill, um, but they'll, have, they'll need to find somebody who has some experience to bring in and help. And the guy that's going to be the clear backup, um, not a guy that's going to be threatening to start, that kind of stuff. I mean, I think we've seen enough from Levis to know that you're going to at least attempt to build around him and kind of see where it goes. So that would be, that's what I think they will do. And like I said, I, I think they should go to Malik Willis, but who knows what will happen. You know, the big thing on Sunday was the needlessly running Derrick Henry into the line over and over again. Um, I've, there's been so much debate about that on Twitter over the last few days. We know that at the end of the day, the biggest problem the Titans have is personnel. They have, I mean, I it's got to be the worst offensive line that we've ever watched here. And, um, I mean, that's, you know, from a team that had Will Svitek at one point. But, so I get it. Like, there's not a whole lot else that, you, you know, you can do behind a, a bad offensive line. What I will say is there is something else that you can do. And that's what's frustrating to me. It's, people that throw their hands up, well, you can't blame Mike Vrabel, you can't blame Tim Kelly. Yeah, you can a little bit. I'm not saying they, they deserve the majority of the blame, but Tim Kelly can call something different. He can try Tajay Spears, who, you know, has a little shiftiness, has acceleration and burst. Look, we know what Derrick Henry is, right? I mean, I love Derrick Henry. He's, I, I mean, he's probably my second favorite player ever with the Titans behind Steve McNair. And 
but but we know what he is. He's a guy that needs a hole that needs to be able to get acceleration to get up to full speed, and then he does his damage. Like that's not that's no secret. Everybody knows that. When he's having to make a cut in the backfield, as soon as he gets the ball, he's not going to be effective. That's just not the way it works. And then Vrabel on Sunday and Monday talking about, well, we've done this for years, and you do blah 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 blah, and then it pops, and it's like, come on, man. Like I don't, I, I don't think he's that stupid. I hope that he's not that stupid um, to know that this is not the same as it was back then, that Derrick Henry's not the same back, and that you can't even pop a run. Like with this offensive line, there's no popping runs. It's not going to happen. If you're going to make something happen behind this line, it's going to have to be created by the running back, and that's just not Derrick Henry's game. That's just not who he is. You know, you need like prime Barry Sanders to gain anything behind this line. Spears is closer to that than Derrick Henry is. Why not try him? The other thing I don't understand is where's the intermediate passing game? It seems like everything is either a screen or a shot. And I mean, like, listen, I love taking shots down the field. That's fun. And, you know, some good things happen when they did that, obviously. Um, But, like, run a slant. Run a quick out. Run something to get positive yardage on first down. And then you have second and five. Instead of second and 11, second and 12, second and 17 after a run play. Like, that kind of stuff is inexcusable. And that, like, when the Titans get in second and 17, they might as well just go ahead and punt. Like, because there's no, the only thing that's going to happen is, is Will Levis is going to get hit. Like, that, that's it at that point. So, that, that was my frustration was try something different. Try something different than, than just handing it to Derrick Henry, running him in, into the line, getting sacked on second down. Having third in a mile, I, like it just—it was stupid. It was stupid to watch, and it was—it was a—it was the game, the play calling in that game was not good. I understand that he's limited in what he can do behind this line. I understand that the biggest problem that the Titans have right now is their personnel. Like I get all of that. That all is certainly true. But Tim Kelly was bad on Sunday, and if you don't see that, I don't really—I I don't really know how to talk to you about it. Um, so that was kind of, you know, obviously frustrating things that we've seen with this team. And we knew that it was going to come to this. The, the, the really crazy part is now you're looking at, you know, three teams ahead of you in the division that are all eight and six. And it's like, man, you're, you know, you're two extra point, two missed extra points away from being eight and six. So, um, you know, that was, that's frustrating. I mean, obviously that's not really that simple because, goes get those games get played out differently if you're if you make those extra points the teams are playing differently all that kind of stuff but i mean you know that, that's kind of i mean it really you know it, it kind of really is what it is um the other thing you know there was a play where Traylon burst was wide open down the sideline and levis missed him it was, it was when he threw the pick when he's trying to throw it to, to deandre hopkins and i mean obviously it's it's not a thing that you want to see from your quarterback you want him to see that guy i mean love said it for the game he's like i need to see that guy i need to feel that guy um so yeah i mean obviously you want him to get to a point to where he sees that guy and he hits him and you, you have a play what i'll say is that levis right now i think is doing a lot of locking on deandre hopkins and i think it makes sense because he's the only good pass catcher that he has and the offensive line is so bad that most times he's not Levis is not having a chance to go to a second and third read. Like that's that's not happening a lot of times here. And when he talked after the game about that play, he talked about watching the corner and when the corner did whatever whatever it was the corner did, that's when he decided to throw it to Hopkins. Um, so yeah, I mean we we would like for him to uh, progress to the point to where that he, he sees that guy and, and he hits Burks. And it's a different game. It's a different game if he hits Burks there. It's a different game if he can throw it in front of Hopkins 
And now Hopkins still has to catch that ball. They had to come back to. Um, they ended up dropping. But, you know, Lewis couldn't step into that throw. He had to flick his wrist, and it was a, it was a pretty good throw uh, with, with all things considered. So um, those, are the, those are the types of progressions that we need to see from him. And then, you know, obviously the when he runs, getting down, that kind of stuff. Those are all the things that they're going to work through with him. Ball placement. he got some ball placement issues at times. Um, but, again, these are all things that they can work on, that you can build on. He has shown enough in my mind that you're saying, hey, let's get really good around him and let's see what he can do with that. Let's see what he can do when he doesn't feel like he's, you know, running for his life every single play. Let's see what he can do when he has more than one guy that he can count on to catch the ball when he throws it to him. So, um, yeah, I mean, so you, you feel confident about that. Like I said, I'd like to see him play. I'd like to see him get three more games this year. But I just don't think that's going to happen. And, and the most important thing at this point is let's make sure he's healthy heading into the offseason. Let's not have him taking needless hits for the rest of the year. And that, that doesn't mean you don't play him if he's healthy, because if he's healthy, you absolutely play him. But if he's not able to protect himself, then don't run him out there. So that's kind of where we're at. It's weird. It's the first time in Vrabel's era here that uh, he has played in a meaningless game. Um, the two times that they didn't make the playoffs were last year and, you know, Marcus's uh, the year that Marcus was hurt and playing the final game against the Colts. Both of those games, that game against the Colts, the game last year against the Jaguars, they were winning in games. If the Titans would have won those games, they would have, they would have won the division and made the playoffs. So it's the first time that we have any stretch of games that, that Vrabel has coached that they're not playing for anything. Now, playing for anything, you know, obviously for the postseason. Now, these guys, all the guys that are out there, that are playing, they still have a lot to play for because they're either playing for their spot here next year or hoping they get noticed by somebody else on tape so they have a job They have a job somewhere else next year. So there's obviously a lot on the line as far as that's concerned, but as far as, you know, postseason hopes or any of that stuff, that was ended when they lost on Sunday. So actually, I mean, it was ended when John Robinson drafted Isaiah Wilson however many years ago. But anyway, and traded A.J. Brown and – drafted Caleb Farley, and anyway, we can go through all that. Again, personnel, biggest issue. Hopefully, um, this offseason, with as much cap space as they're going to have with a high draft pick, um, hopefully they can start to kind of rebuild that. And like I said, get good around Levis. We'll see what happens. All right, that'll do it for today. Um, thanks so much for listening. Again, I am Jimmy Morris at MCM on Twitter, mcmiracles.com. So be, all, be sure and check that stuff out. Um, and you can get the podcast Home Run Throwback wherever you get your podcast. Just search it out, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again later. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.